What's up, ACL Nation? Welcome in to another episode of Bagging and Bragging. We're at episode number 43, K9 and Mish here. We're going to bring on a very special guest for me, one of my sponsor players, Jeremiah Ellis. We also got highlights to go through over the last Open in Memphis, Tennessee. I wasn't even able to watch it, so this is kind of going to be a good moment for me to catch up on what happened over this last weekend. We also got our usual games. You know, We're going to play Senator Bordet, Would You Rather, Top Floor Bagger and Top Floor Bagger. Um, and we'll do a little bit of bragging here in just a little bit. But before we get into all this, how you doing, Mish? Um, so this recording in the evening is so difficult. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like my dogs, like, if you <laughs> throughout this entire episode are just going to be because they're like, um, it's dinner time. Like, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but, yeah. but we're supposed to be eating. So they're just going to annoy us all evening. So thank you for that. It's all good. It's all good. My mine can't. I don't know. They might be out there by the door, just laying in the hallway. Like, do your dogs lay where you walk, like heavy traffic areas, just right in the middle? Oh, yeah. You have to step over. My my dog is getting to the point now where she's just like almost getting too old to move, but still just as equally annoying. Just you better pay attention. Yeah, you're gonna get taken out. Well, like I'm fine if they don't move, but like every now and then they'll get scared at something, and I'm like trying to step over them, and then that's when they move and they go right underneath my foot and I step yeah. on them. It's like. <laughs> and I almost drop everything I'm lugging around. So <laughs> I, <totally laughs> I love, I love them. I love to hate them. I uh, totally, totally get it. Oh man. But I have to uh, brag about two things. One, I, I bragged last weekend or last week about going to Calistoga. So got back on Saturday. Uh, it was so much fun. If you ever get a chance to go um, in the, it's in the Napa area, but it's a quaint little town just next to Napa. And it was so much fun. And we did the mud baths. Now, I don't know if you've done a mud bath before, but it is an interesting experience. So first of all, uh, you're in this like room and it has like two mud baths. Well, it has two, 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 three, I think. And then it's like got like two sides, but it's all open. So you could have like two groups, I guess. Mm -hmm. So my friend Justine and I, you are stark naked in this room. I mean, like. I was wondering, like, do you wear something? Because I feel like when you get out, that's going to be heavy. It is. Let me tell you. So you get in the mud and it's not as bad as I thought because like I'm super claustrophobic and I was worried about like the weight, but you don't actually get in it. You just sit on top and then you kind of like cover yourself like you would at the beach with sand. So you're like maybe like this deep in the mud. Right. But the tub is like this. I mean, it's it's a massive tub. Um, So you kind of like float on top. So you do that, but it is so hot. So they're bringing us like cold towels and water and stuff. And you're like in it and it, she puts a 10 minute timer on and then getting out Wally. Oh my God. Were you the old lady? <laughs> I get this old lady now. So they tell you, you have to hoist yourself up, like push up and like slide your butt up on like the ledge, but the ledge is stainless steel and you're a slippery, muddy mess. So you're like, trying to get up but you're like slipping inside like i almost flew off the very tall mud bath <laughs> onto the floor and i remind you you're stark naked so you're just like very aware yeah. i don't care how good looking you are when you fall naked it's not graceful or pretty all right no <laughs> it is i'm like nobody needs to see this <laughs> so i get out thank god And then you go in the shower and you shower yourself off and then you get into these hot tubs. It's just like a mineral hot tub. And you're like, you and your friend are like next to each other in the hot tub. You do that for 15 minutes. Then you go to the steam room for five minutes 
and the steam room was so hot. They have these like little like little windows you could put your face through because otherwise I don't think you could breathe. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, so like we were on like the left side of the room. And then there's like the same exact thing on the right side of the room. Luckily, nobody else was there. But if they were, I would literally be sticking my little head out the window and staring at women naked in the hot tub. Just like, hi, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> who came up with this design? <laughs> like... That seems so awkward. I would not just want to be sitting there staring at them as they're like. I mean, I'm intrigued. Like, I, I would like to try it. But yes, I can see some of the flaws you're talking about. It. But important question, though. How did you feel when it was all said and done? Well, then you go in the relaxation for 15 minutes. Like, they put you in, like, a, a light sheet so your body can, because everything is hot. So, mm-hmm. that you can, like, cool down. Um, and so, it was. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Like, I don't know if I need to do it again. The massage was great. The massage before was fantastic. But like, I'm like, um, that, that reminds was me. I got one scheduled tomorrow. I forgot. <laughs> so it was just all very interesting and awkward. Like, luckily, I'm pretty comfortable with, you know, myself at this age and my body. But like, I just, you know, you're like, here I am. <laughs> it's like fish out of water. Like, I don't belong here. <laughs> oh man and then the other thing i wanted to quickly brag about was i put out a survey yesterday because i finished a course on polyvagal uh, theory and that's basically just a a nerve that um connects the mind and body and it's all about the nervous system and i had all these like my brain starts going because i you know obviously been studying weight for many years and i'm like wow how does this all connect so i serve i sent out a survey of like asking questions so i could try to see connections between some of the ideas in my head between nervous system regulation and weight and all of my uh, research questions I got yes answers to so now I'm like really intrigued Um, so I'm going to be doing like an actual 30-day study where I'm going to you know find like 10 people that are willing to like go through this nervous system regulation that I'm going to put together and see if it alters their weight because now I'm like super intrigued so I'm just really excited yeah I saw a couple emails I haven't had a chance to open anything up and that's like I've been talking about it before getting organized and just trying to have everything click and get to a certain point. And it seemed like everything came through on the drive home. Like, <laughs> I, I saw course. a couple of emails from you, the email for the website guy was hitting me up the, the way that I order my apparel and stuff like that. Just got a hold of me sponsorships call. Like it was just a whole lot of stuff happening at once. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get home. I'm going to sleep. I went to play bags last night and I, uh, I just wanted to relax and get to today. But now I'm just like, there's not enough time. I got to get everything done like right away. So I'll, I'll get it, but it might just happen tomorrow. So yeah, kind of my bragging. Um, I got home and all my Amazon packages, my giant totes were here. I bought a big scale so I could like basically see how much these totes weigh. Cause the way I was weighing it before I had like a normal scale and then I would carry like the tote but Yeah. as I'm carrying the tote. Like I can't see the number. <laughs> so I'm like, so it's a little bit slapped. of a dilemma. Yeah. So <laughs> So basically, I bought this like, giant scale. Can someone scale. tell me what it says? <laughs> right. So I bought this giant scale to help me basically save money by not going overweight on these flights and stuff. So I was excited putting stuff together. I'm really excited to like put my cameras and the wires and everything in its own neat place. And that way, anytime anybody's like, hey, can I help you tear down? Or can I help you? with anything? Like, yes, it's all right here. It's it's Legos. All you got to do is put it together. Here's the instruction yeah. manual. It's going to be awesome. So you, They won't mess it up. Yeah, and uh, kind of piggybacking off of something we talked later on the show about, but uh, I'll brag on myself a little bit. Um, all the love and support that I got these last two opens for not being there. Um, it was definitely nice to feel appreciative. I never brag on myself. I'm trying to tell myself it's okay to be good at something and it's okay <laughs> to be loved. 
It's okay because to be good at something. Yes. If, I'm the type of guy, I don't know if you ever come across this with me before, but if you give me a compliment, like if you're like, man, you look you look good today, I'm like, yeah, I finally get a haircut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't ever just say it down a little bit. Yes. I don't ever just say thank you. So I will say thank you to everybody who um, reached out to me in support these last couple opens. Um, and then lastly, I'll brag on my sponsored players. Um, we're four opens in right now. We are having great runs from all the canine sponsor players every single time. Jackson Gore looks to be back. Ryan Trader's amazing. Jeremiah Ellis, um, as you guys just saw this last open, we'll have him on later in the show, but he has had a great start to the season. I'm just really excited for what we got going on on the canine squad. And I'm hoping that the phone call I have later on today is able to execute the plan to be able to get all this content to you guys, because I'll, t- you know, Facebook, I don't know what you're on right now, but we're not friends. No friends. And uh, I, I don't know why they shut me off um, Sunday, but. They're like, you're, yeah. you're actually giving us yeah. too much content. <laughs> am, yeah. Yeah. It, it was really weird. It's like, take you've it reached, back. You've reached 102, 102% of your bit rate, yada, yada, yada. But I don't know what that even means. I have to look more into it and hopefully there's a message or an email or something somewhere. But uh, yeah. And then last thing, the, uh, the car um, on these long trips. The new Tahoe LT is 10 times better than the Forest Money. for me. So happy with that. So. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Stuff. All right. Well, we are going to take a break and come back with Jeremiah Ellis. So don't go anywhere. All right. We are back and we are ready to bring on our guest. It's going to be uh, someone who did an amazing job uh, so far in the Opens and uh, is no stranger to this league. Like everybody already knew him, but I think before he got in the league. Uh, So it's been exciting to watch him uh, with the name already kind of being known and definitely living up to the hype. So welcome, Jeremiah Ellis. What up, brother? Welcome in. What's going on? Oh, you know, just late night uh, podcast streaming again. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle and I used to do these at like, you know, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning. And now yeah. we're, we're getting later and later in the evening. So, yeah. Well, Jeremiah said he needed it to be, I think, past like 7 30 Eastern. But unfortunately, that's right smack in the middle of when I take Rome to Jiu Jitsu. So then it has to come after that. So it's kind of my fault it's this late, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we're happy to have you. So, congratulations on your success so far this season. And um, what a, a an amazing uh, ter- game you had with Mark Richards this past weekend. Uh, just talk to me a little bit about how that went for you. Um, it was, I was super excited to play Mark. It's first time, my first time playing him and uh, I've wanted to play him since I signed my deal. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just felt like playing anyone else. He just is that he's that guy. If you ask me, you know, if you want to, understand where your game is you play mark richards but uh i was pretty locked in i mean i just missed a few opportunities which he don't give you too many so if you don't take advantage of them it's not going to work out in the end and that's that's kind of what happened yeah does it make you feel any better whenever they put that stat out there like the most points scored was jeremiah ellis against mark richards everybody else you know couldn't hold a candle to him but jeremiah came close like does it make you feel any better you're still kind of like man i want the win no, it don't make me feel any better. No, I wanted to win. I had, I had my opportunity. Uh, I missed four. I missed a few twos. I mean, it's no, you're not satisfied unless you win. 
Yeah, but you know, he is on a run and you made the you were the biggest hurdle he had <laughs> on the run. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll t- I'll take it. I'll be the I'll be the biggest hurdle. That's fine with me. I'm cool with it. Yeah, good. You've had a lot of success in doubles as well. Um, so I'm curious, what's your preference, singles or doubles? So uh, usually it's singles. Like it's always been singles, but uh, whoa. but um, Ryan, I feel like he he compliments my game. So it's like. I'm, I think I'm more excited for doubles this season. Uh, finally, I feel like I got someone that's at the other end that I can I can trust, and we're gonna be able to win the bigger games rather than uh, me trying so hard. Yeah, you guys have had pretty good success so far this year. You've been to two opens. You guys are are basically the third place warriors right now. You guys finished third place in doubles twice. Um, but how did the partnership between you and Ryan come to be? Uh, I've known Ryan for. I don't know how many years I've known him for a little while and I, I knew his game. He's, he's always been like a slow bag roll and you know, all the, all the crazy shots. And uh, that's somebody I wanted on the other end. Like I can, if the boards get dirty, I don't have to worry about him being able to hit the shots. So uh, I was looking for somebody that likes slower bags. And have you guys thrown together before this? No, we've never thrown together before this. I mean, I've played him in singles a few times. So that's pretty much uh, where I understood his game. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's so cool. when you got to partner up with Hart and you figure, feel like he's really complimenting your game, like where do you see you finishing? Do you th- like? I'm, I think it's obvious to say top 10, but in your mind, is it top five? Is it top three? Like what do you think are your chances? Uh, I mean, I'm confident, dude. So I always – I mean, top five, I personally believe we can achieve it comes down to uh getting his stamina up because uh sorry told me he, he was getting tired so uh we just got to build his endurance because uh i like to play us like a methodical game i'm okay with taking two every time so as long as he understands that and he trusts me and he don't go for crazy things no big points i think we'll do all right yeah have you had to rein him in a couple times or anything like that this season that stands out to where you're kind of just you know trust on me on the other side and we're going to be okay because the not only just going long deeper into the day, that's something that he wasn't really doing last season that he's going to have to get himself used to here, but playing longer matches. When you play better opponents, you have to be happy taking those ones or twos. So longer matches, longer days. I definitely understand where you're coming from, but have you had to kind of tone him down a little bit? Yeah. I mean, just a uh, example over the, this past weekend, we played Blaine and Jordan and man, the first three rounds, he shot some, he had a bag, not even in the red zone. He was trying to air mail drag it. I was like, what are you doing? Come on, just, just, <laughs> just go. So, I mean, yeah, there's been a few times, but, uh, it's, that's like early in the years for, you know, gotta get over those. 100%. Yep. That was what I was going to say. Luckily are the first nationals, not till April. So you have some time to kind of figure that out. So is your strategy to play with uh, each other for as many opens as possible as opposed to like switching up different partners and stuff till we get there uh my plan's always chemistry i feel like chemistry is a big deal in doubles and uh we'll probably play every open as long as he's going and i'm going it'll be us too yeah now um also a new situation for you is going to be the round limited format when we get to that pro season have you had any experiences with a round limited format or is that something you're looking forward to trying for the first time this year? Uh, they had a, like a big team event here 
a little while ago, which they did like round limited. That was my first time ever doing it. But uh, I feel like round limited is for me. I don't, I don't shoot for crazy shots and stuff like that. So okay. it's more, let's see who can put the more bags in the hole. So I'm excited for round limited. And I it's mean, a, it's actually I a shot here. Because, rounds, I mean, I well, mean Mark, if we go 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's kind of shocking for me to hear that. I was actually at that event. I was filming it for you guys. Um, but it's kind of interesting because I felt like at the draft, when we were doing the rookie combine, you were just kind of get trying to get through it as quickly as possible. Like you were a little impatient, I guess. But I felt you built up a good enough reputation going into that moment. Um, but kind of walk us through your experience there with the rookie combine. Uh, the rookie combine, I was not excited for. I don't know why, but it's just – those kind of like elements to where like I have to throw air miles or I have to throw this many in the hole or, or whatever it's, it doesn't fit my game. I get a rhythm by having somebody next to me kind of deal, but, yeah. uh, and I'm a rat. I shoot fast anyways. So those just make me do it even quicker. I feel like I don't take my time too much. It wasn't that I wasn't trying, but, uh, it was just different. Not, you know, like shoot 94 air miles. That, that's just kind of crazy. <laughs> but, uh, Kind of. I enjoy it for the most part. Yeah, well, speaking of uh, new things coming your way, how do you feel about the teams event, being on a team? I'm excited for the te- The teams was one of the things I was most excited for. Like the uh, the chemistry and the the bonding with everybody and, you know, you get a root on other guys. It's it's like, it's kind of like being, you know, you got a home club back home. It's kind of like that if you is the way I feel. So I'm extremely pumped for uh, teams. And then you mentioned a few times that you're, you know, you're a pretty confident guy. So where does this confidence come from? Uh, everything I do, I try to be the best uh, I can be at it. So, uh, and I really hate losing more than anything. So I feel like that's uh, pretty much where it comes from, but I'm always trying to pr- prove people wrong, I guess is uh, the way I feel like, I, I enjoy doubters. I enjoy people saying I can't do something because it just drives me to to want to show them I can. Well, speaking of one of your doubters, Michelle's right here. If you have something you want to say to her about not making you rookie of the year on her sheet, I mean, if you want to air it out, let's go ahead and get it. I out wasn't right the now. only one. <laughs> Actually, it was everyone I seen did not pick me. Not a single soul picked me, and it's it's written on my uh, my uh, bathroom uh, mirror. So. It's all good. Well, okay, it, so, you know, in my defense, they didn't ask me. You know, otherwise, I probably picked you. <laughs> you can't say that now when he's in front of you. Definitely could. <laughs> Part of the perks of the job. I can do it whatever I want. <laughs> so that's like, um, so you wrote it on your bathroom mirror. So you do like kind of like affirmations or visioning or things like that. Yeah, I like to. Uh, I like to speak the things I want to happen in the universe. So, uh, yeah, affirmations, uh, manifestation, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I like to. I don't like to speak negative thoughts in my brain because I feel like then it teaches me bad habits. Well, I think that that's what everybody wants to do, but not everybody can execute it. So, like, what has allowed you to actually execute that well? Um, I guess the older I get, the easier it becomes. I guess I, I believe it more. Uh, I try to live my life that way. but uh, And then with success comes more confidence. So... Like as you achieve the things you set out to do, it just becomes easier and easier to believe in yourself. So true. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with more right after this.
All right. I love where you just left off right there about talking about, you know, believing in yourself and how success creates more confidence. Um, what else do you do in, in life aside from being a cornhole player? I know you're a dad. And so tell us a little bit about your life off the boards. Uh, so I'm a UPS driver, which takes up a lot of my time. So um, it's actually a holiday season. So it's better this is late because who knows what time I was going to get off today. But uh, <laughs> okay. We do I mean, that kids, you know, they, they don't do too many sports or anything right now, but you know, just bonding with them, teaching them and allowing them to just hang out with me is like awesome. My wife, um, play video games occasionally with my son. He really, uh, kicks my butt sometimes, but it's all good. What are yeah, the I ages mean, of your kids? They are, they are, um, 10, six, five, and two. Oh my goodness, Jeremiah! How do you have time for anything? He's got an army. So a couple of years ago, or was it two or three years ago? You basically took a whole year off and kind of walked away from the game for a little bit, right? Yeah, that was because of my uh, fourth child. Um, we didn't know if we could fit cornhole in in our living situation. So, plus the take some stress off my wife and just kind of get acclimated to four kids and yeah you know, all that good stuff. So when you stepped away, were you like away from the game or are you still practicing on the side or how easy of a transition I, back into the game was it at a competitive level? So I didn't throw bags at like really at all. I've maybe played like three times in that year. Um, so when I first came back out, it was, it just felt natural. It didn't feel like any, anything changed. I felt comfortable and, I didn't have this, uh, like, I have to do this. I have to be this good, you know, no, uh, expectations, no anything. So it was actually way less stressful. It was nice, but, um, yeah, it came back pretty quick. I'd say. Yeah. You have a really good mindset. I mean, I've never really spoken much to you to get to know you more, but, um, it sounds like you have a lot of good foundational mindset principles in place do you feel like you do have like a leg up in the mental side of the game i think my mental side is what i have yeah that's definitely the because everyone can throw bags in the hole everyone has a role like almost everybody can do everything it just i feel like my mental game is what takes me to the next level um most of the time and i i try to teach the guys around here and tell them and help them understand that your brain is a, is a strong, powerful thing and you got to treat it nice. So. Yeah. One thing I, I noticed, especially on social media or even going back last year to Canton, whenever you were playing Jaden Ellis um, and he would hit a good shot or any of these youngsters, they hit a good shot against you. You're, you're excited for them. Like you, you enjoy the game, actually watching the game, even though you're in the match and they hit it against you. You're just like, man, that was a great shot. And you're the first one there to kind of congratulate them on that shot. And as a player who kind of went through it myself with Brian Jones, like whenever you have somebody on the court that you respect and they actually appreciate your shots and your game and stuff, it goes a long way. So t talk about that mentor role. I see you kind of leaning out a little bit to a lot of the youngsters. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, when I started, uh, everybody took the game extremely serious. I mean, there's a few guys that would help me out here and there, but, uh, one reason I get fired up is because when I play a match, I want it, I want your best. I don't I don't want you to be off. I don't want any of that. So if you bring in your best, 
get a big shot. It gets me excited. It gets me going. It actually makes me play better. I'm like, all right, we got, it's a dog fight. Let's do it. Uh, but I also don't want anybody down on yourself. So it's bit me in the tail a few times because uh, I try to get them going and tell them, you know, relax, chill out. You can do it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wanted everybody to play their best personally. So you're coaching your opponent. <laughs> you yeah, got I this. Do <laughs> I've done that before too. I was winning a few matches like 19 to 14 or something and they had like a really bad round and I'd only score a couple points. So I'm like, come on, man, rebound, relax. You got this. <laughs> and then next thing you know, they didn't miss a single bag the rest of the game. I'm like, man, why didn't I just let them beat themselves up for at least a couple more minutes? It's <laughs> so true. Um, have you played other sports, Jeremiah? Um, I did when I was younger. I played basketball, baseball, uh, football. I didn't really play any high school sports. Uh, it's a different story, but uh, yeah, I mean, I played little league and stuff like that. So coming you- to the offseason. What? Sorry. <laughs> Lost service. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, were you into other things aside from sports in high school? I was going to say, coming into the offseason here, um, obviously coming off your King of Cornhole Championship, you had a tough decision to make switching over to the ACL as a pro. Um, I know talking to you a few times, you you really, really wanted it, but it was a tough decision to kind of talk about your offseason conversations and then ultimately landing with Ultra as an ACL rookie. So uh, the toughest decision was the ACL schedule and my work. That was the biggest uh, issue for me because I wanted to go – I wanted to be an ACL pro for a while, um, but with vacation time and most nationals, you got to take Thursday to Monday off. It's just a, it's a lot of travel and I finally got enough vacation time. So it made a lot easier decision. But uh, I mean, other than that, it was change. I don't change just me and change. Don't get along. Sometimes change is scary, but uh, it's also a way to understand yourself a little bit better. So, that's why I ultimately went that way. My dream was to be, you know, the top of the game. And this is the way to do it. Yeah, change is scary. And it's, I think it's one thing to say it, another thing to say it and do it anyway. Um, so I think it says a lot about you and your character. And obviously it's working out pretty well for you. So does it does it help that you're having great success in this new change? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it does. It does uh, make me feel better. It makes me like, I'm like, yes, I made the right decision. But I mean, I felt like I'd have success either way, personally. But uh, um, yeah, it's nice to feel that. But uh, as as with signing with Ultra, I didn't know what bad company I wanted to sign with that. But they, uh, they was like the first bad company to reach out to me. And uh, they actually really wanted me. And it felt nice to... I wanted to go somebody where that uh, somebody believed in me and they had my back. And that's ultimately the, the way I went with Ultra. Yeah, that's, that's a great feeling. I, you want to get, you want to feel like valued, not just another number. Um, so it's good that you're having that. That's like another team, right? The Ultra team. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice. I mean, Mark, Rich they uh i can get a hold of them whenever so that was also a big thing um because i've had sponsors in the past that they sponsor you and then you can't get a hold of them ever and <laughs> that's not fun so ultra is yeah. awesome i do great for us oh uh, yeah 
Off of the Cornhole Court, uh, you got any big plans for the rest of the season? Anything exciting coming up? I know we talked briefly about doing a podcast. Uh, you still thinking about doing that going forward? Yes, I want to get my uh, YouTube channel going. I want to start a podcast. I don't know what we want to talk about because there's so many of them out there right now. I don't know how. Uh, I got to figure out how to get it going. But yes, I want to po- do a podcast. Uh, when? <laughs> like you have, <laughs> there's no way you have free time. In between the couple birthdays, yeah, that's the <laughs> trying to figure out how to fit it in my uh, my schedule, but uh, yeah, that's all right. I figure you know I'll sleep. I sleep when I'm dead. It's all good. <laughs> that's a, that's an Anthony Ione saying all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, we got about a minute left here, and I just would love to hear some of your advice. I think you, like I said, have a really good grasp on the mental game and the mindset and the important things to do have a great life. So. What kind of advice can you give? It can be cornhole related or not to uh, our listeners. Uh, I mean, what I tell myself every day is always bet on yourself. Um, Every struggle is just a lesson to better yourself in one way or another. It's not a, yeah, just embrace every, every moment, every struggle, every anything, anything you go through is there to teach you a lesson. That's the way I try to live my life. So. It's awesome. It's very wise. Thanks, Jeremiah. It's been it's been so amazing getting to uh, chat with you about this, and we wish you all the luck in the future. Uh, although I don't even think you need it, you're doing great. <laughs> but uh, appreciate your time on the show today. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate all it, right, man. Brody, brother. That was awesome to spend some time with Jeremiah. But it is time to get into highlights, and I'm assuming he's on some of those. I think he's on every single one of these, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, didn't think, I don't think that's the last you're going to see of Jeremiah. Yeah, no, it's actually kind of funny because I was like, well, I was like, this wasn't part of the plan. So last week, um, we didn't, we got the highlights, but they were kind, they weren't cropped properly because obviously Chase is learning the new system. So he, he played the replays good, but they're saved a different file. So mm. the replays he sent me is basically just the bag dropping in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh okay well so i was like okay we can't use these so Corey obviously did the live feeds last week Corey's training us on everything so Corey sent us some highlights that we could actually use so we kind of went back to the old format we have the awkward knuckles um the rolls the pushes and the airmails and stuff like that so only a few awkward moments awkward or unfortunate i think is what we ultimately okay. agreed to title these so okay sounds Let's good go ahead and get into it the first one's gonna be kind of uh awkward throwing i guess we have no idea where the bag is gonna land for some reason Corey thought that should be a replay so there we go <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just unfortunate right there and then there we go now we got a couple awkward oh uh, yeah that's a good one and then this one of course jeremiah trying to make every highlight there yeah we're just gonna get it in there. <laughs> i love so. his matching his socks with his shorts appreciate the matching game yeah, I think Mark has pretty much now just advertised every inch of his body now, I think. so. <laughs> He's a great sponsored yeah. player. <laughs> Lace is coming soon. So that's it. Only four clips. We'll have to make sure that we talk to these other commentators and make sure we get some awkward moments. They need moments. to get the awkward moments, yeah. not just the good ones. Come yeah. on. We got we literally just live to see it. Yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, I don't know. I labeled right. these and they're not showing up. But I think this is roll shots because there really wasn't too many. Yeah, rolls. So there really wasn't too many roll shots. Obviously, the youngsters are always saving the day for us. Um, Jake Trzinski was good to see him have success again. And the mountain. Know, yeah, he, he puts so much emphasis on the back part of his throw. He's going to be one of these players that we kind of keep an eye on. Ryan Windsor can't say enough about how impressive he is right now. 
Yeah. Um, when it comes to roll shots, Ethan Walker at the top of the game and Ryan traded there as well. But I mean, Ryan Windsor, what is he three for three now in open brackets? He's that's why I, that's why I picked him on my hot take. Yeah, Just can't can't get is, the win though. But he's due though, and he has won in the past, so I, he obviously can. Yeah, it's not like he's never done it. Yeah, Roll good, it away. good rolls right here from Jacob. I mean, Jacob's just on point right now. His rolls are landing exactly where he wants to. Um, Ryan Trader has been at, producing at a high level all season. Obviously, the cut's working there for him. Mark even getting in a little roll actions. Yeah, Mar he, he does in every tastefully. highlight too. Mm -hmm. You look at the bottom of the screen there. You notice the different scoreboard. Hats off to Corey for adjusting on the fly and just doing a manual scoreboard <laughs> to make yeah. it work. So, Better than no scoreboard. Yeah, not too many people realize exactly how he pivoted to make the live feeds work. So I want to tip the cap to him there for a second. But where there's one gore, there's another. <laughs> Jackson Gore rolling. So I, I believe this is Caleb, right? This is Caleb Medinka. This is, yeah. Yeah. So this is my first time getting a chance to look at him. I didn't get to see him at the showcase at all. Good Ooh, to see Trey wow. Baker back there. He's wow, he's always had a pretty one. strong role. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh Caleb Medinka probably had I'd play say six, seven replays of him just hitting a roll shot to perfection. So <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch it this weekend. Um, is there anything that really kind of stood out to you though, as far as just impressive moments? I'm singles day singles was insane. Every single match was like, it's so tough. I mean, I just felt like I was so entertained on Sunday. There's no game that I was like, Oh, let me like, you know, walk Zone away for a second bit, yeah. or yeah. Like it was like, I was, it was like, Whoa, that game. Whoa, that game. Like every yeah. single game was just incredible. Yeah, and it, be, you know, that, that's the beginning of the bracket basically. Right. Cause it's right. not like we stream at the end, you know, there's still plenty of games before we get to like King seat. So, I mean, yeah, I, I believe just... there was 154 replay files that he sent me. So, wow. um, whenever I send out an email here in the next few weeks, asking if anybody wants to sponsor the replay section, you better not hesitate because 154 opportunities. Yes. In one week. And that's ridiculous. So, um, but yeah, I was surprised at how many different names popped up on these replays and how awesome the shots were. So yeah, let's kind of get into the pushes here. Um, there's a lot of pushes and a lot of airmail. So we'll just kind of let these play out. Good yeah. to see Adam Hisner have success. The one thing I didn't like about how Corey sent it to me, though, is like usually the replays and sections here tell a story. Well, this one's telling you how it finished. <laughs> like, yeah, like this is, right. These are the final few players that are left. But everybody, uh, we got great reactions out of all this, too. Yeah. God, that push was insane. So, so many bags. Many, so many three bag, four bag, five bag pushes. Nice job cutting around. I, I love his personality when he's on the court. Like, yeah. Jer Jeremiah is just out there feeling it. Mark getting fired up. Look at that. It's rare, but it happens. I mean, look at all these pushes. I know. This is, that's on the other side of the board, in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't his lane. You know what I mean? That was more on Jacob's lane. Yeah, there's a lot I love of how great shocked Ryan here. was. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Ryan's got these Wolverines working, man. <laughs> Be in the lookout every next week. Just saying. Not saying, but just saying. Bar soap. Lots of bar soaps here, too. That was a great one. This one, I don't really know how to classify it. Kind of looked like an airmail, but either way, just it's land like on top of the rodeo airmail. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Trader's reaction sells it. He's like, gosh, dang it. Yeah. Can you not? <laughs> <laughs> Good uh, weekend for Kimbrell and Blaine. A little domino effect there as everything goes in for Jacob. 
20 to 19 bar soap. I love the reaction from Ty in the back. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't like the pipe and drape. I'm telling you, you get the reactions from the crowd behind it. It's just, it's always exciting for me it to is watch. Special. The it is something special. Like right there, Logan. <laughs> it's not even that great of a push shot from Tony, but Logan's reaction is like, okay, I got to put this one in there. So Logan and uh, Noah took it down, right? Right. So BG is four for four in doubles. That's impressive. That push right that there push, yeah. was bananas. I don't understand how Shibby can push. Like I have the same <laughs> ugly tilt that he has, but he's like ridiculously accurate. He's better that. at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just practice. That helps. Bar soap. Bar soap there from K Caleb. I guess, I guess wrong KB. There's a lot of Caleb's. Could, yeah. Could be KB. <laughs> Another bar soap. Camera. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Double D getting some action there. A little domino. That was a <laughs> delay. Hey, let's talk a little bit about Andy Phillips. I believe that's two opens in a row now. He's kind of putting his name on the map for the seniors division. He's, yeah. He's impressing me lately. Hey, that was a roll. What's that doing in there? I don't know. I missed it. <laughs> Fired. Fired. Get out of here. Impressive. <laughs> Riley was very impressive. Yeah, we put her on her our players to watch list. Uh, we wanted to see something out of her. We wanted her to believe that she's a good player. It and works. It looks like she finally believes because she was really, really good from what I saw. She, yeah. All right. Airmails. So many airmail air drag. It was funny having the TikTok feed because, you know, we got so many, like at one point there's like 7,000 viewers on TikTok, which is crazy. Oh, really? But, you know, it's a lot of people that probably don't normally watch, not like Facebook where it's all of our normal cornhole watcher people. Yeah. This is just probably randos. And so they were like, this guy just never puts his beer down. Like they're also confused <laughs> as to why Adam Hissler is just holding a drink. So. Yeah. And, and I got a lot of, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I got a lot of messages about the live feeds and stuff. I was like, I just want people to understand all the different pieces and elements that we're bringing to it. There's a lot of things happening on the live feed. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for everybody to get involved. You want another bar of soap there. It came close. Yeah. That's I got to say, bag. man, first time seeing Jake with the new bags in his hand, he looks pretty good with them. Doesn't look like he's going to be slowed down. At <laughs> his all. face right there was so <laughs> I <love> good. Oh, Jacob. It looked like he literally just took a punch to the chin right there. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he <Pop>. did. <laughs> I don't know how that bag on the right didn't fall when he did that. It was crazy. Ethan's very impressive so far this year. Yes. Living up to the hype that uh, Anthony put on him. Yeah, I'm hoping big things for him. Obviously, you know. That's a roll. That was a double <laughs> highlight. There's two replays in one Oh, shot. okay, okay, okay. Got it. But yeah, uh, definitely appreciate all the support from Connie. So I wanted to make sure that uh, give Ethan some love. Oh, yeah. We love it's Connie. Pretty stacked open. <laughs> Rome walked by when Ryan Trader was playing and he's like, that kid's wearing a helmet. <laughs> like, no, <it's> just, <laughs> <laughs> headphones and hat that are the same color. <laughs> it was funny. Now, Monza's airmail looks to be on point. Yeah, again. he's he's doing much better this season than last season tanner another impressive player on the weekend tanner looked real good did he good tanner and jake i haven't had a chance to look at the chemistry but did they communicate very well i think i mean it's obviously hard to see the communication when you're not there because you're only seeing one side at a time but 
Um, yeah, I think, I mean, they both played really well. So whatever, yeah. whatever reason that is. Good to see Bella back. Can't have a chance yeah. to watch any of her stuff, but I'll take a look at it tomorrow when I'm editing and everything. But it did good. Yep, it was nice to have Bella back. We missed her. Great backside grab. Yeah, I talked to her about uh, maybe doing an interview or something like that. She said she'll do one with us uh, probably just a couple weeks or something like that. So nice. Be on the lookout for that, everybody. Um, Dylan Turpin's airmails. I don't know if I got another and one. So many and ones. So many and ones. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I captured it or not, but Dylan Turpin's, I love Jeremy's little leg kick. I, I saw the leg kick. I like the leg kick. <laughs> but Dylan Turpin's animals are just rockets. They're going through the hole so fast. There's our boy, AJ. He's not uh, He's not my boy because I think I'm the only one that hasn't been asked on the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I think he reached out to Jeff, too. I talked to Jeff. That's on what I'm saying. Too, so I, I think I'm the only one. AJ, Felix. Anthony, <laughs> Jaime, come on. That's cool. It's cool. Maybe they're wanting like a grand finale, you know? Yeah, I'm sure that's best it. For last. <laughs> I'm sure that's it. Uh, oh, man. Dragged them all. Yeah. What a finish from Cheyenne. I was talking to Jeff about it. I was like, man, Cheyenne and Cameron being super pregnant is not slowing their game down. No, at exactly. all. I think they're better. They're like, yeah, we Cameron looked really, really good. Yeah, she looked really good at the Atlantic Conference this last week, and then Cheyenne's just continuing to show that her airmail is elite. So, yeah, knows? no, they're doing great. All right, uh, we're going to take a break and come back with the game right after this. Wally, it is time for four-bagger and floor-bagger of the week. Let's start with the four-bagger. What you got? All right, top four bagger for me is kind of going back these last uh, three, four weeks. Um, the ladies who have been putting on these tournaments that have hired me to come out and do their live feeds, I um, want to give them some special love. Ashley Kearns and Stacey Washa, just ridiculous amounts of people, um, different brackets all over the place. They basically single-handedly ran every single bracket and did it very, very well. Um, the, the venues, the tournaments, everything went very smoothly. Like, I'm kind of looking at it. I'm like, man, I'm going to be here till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And, like, every day I was in bed by, like, 11, 11.30. So um, I, I want to tip the cap to the ladies, um, Ashley and Stacy. And then I don't know if you got a chance to watch it Sunday or not, but I, Facebook kicked me off for, I guess, my sponsored players and myself are going live too many times. So what? I didn't, I didn't know. I had no idea it was a thing. I had a limitation on it. So I do want to give a special shout out to Alexis Oldham and Allo Photography or ALO Photography. Um, they let us finish the live feeds on their Facebook page. So um, shout out to those ladies for helping out. Weird. Um, mine is, I, I didn't even change it. It's Mark Richards again. I mean, how do you not? I, I talked about him last week. I'm going to keep him there as the top four bagger of the week. He deserves to be there. Watch out if you're playing Mark Richards. I certainly wouldn't want to throw against him. Yeah, he'll have Floor the record by the end of the season. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Floor bagger. Floor bagger for me is uh, I, don't, I haven't really had a chance to talk to him about it or really had a chance to really read on what's happening. But Keck not being at the Opens anymore, I guess he's taking a more office-type approach and working from home a lot. So for me, it, right now, it's just the thought of Keck not being at these opens um, and yeah. working from home. I mean, it's, it's, I, I talk about our family dinners and stuff that we have. And as much as we like to kind of poke fun at each other, I mean, that's my brother on the road. So yeah, it's going to be sad. Yeah. I think he wants to travel less, like be with his family. I totally understand. Boring. 
<laughs> my floor bagger of the week is people asking for Wally on the stream. You guys. <laughs> I, I know you're used to Wally. You know, and it's not, I, I'm a lucky because I pretty much only commentate with you. So I don't have to like yeah. deal with it, but like give our other streaming crew a break here. I They're tried. not bad. I tried telling everybody to say, give them the same amount of love and it's just not happening. So, I mean, I'm half honored, but they blame I, I, them though. That's the thing. Like, yeah. they, like they don't real. I think people don't realize that when things go wrong behind the scenes, it's not always you single-handedly fixing it. Like there's a team behind this. So when things go bad in the stream, like it's going bad with Wally too, <laughs> like yeah. it's, you know, and and everyone's just fixing things, and it's very easy to say like, oh, it's these, it's because Wally's not there, but that stuff's always happening. Well, so. I, mean, I guess I'll kind of dive into it a little bit. So basically, what's happening is we're making a huge transition for the positive, without explaining what that transition is. There's a lot of things that have to happen before we get to that point, which means new equipment, new cameras, new way of doing things, new software. Um, yeah. testing a lot of things out. I mean, if we're going to have multiple commentators, um, you know, kind of spoiler to my Senator board, it, but if we're <laughs> going to do that, then we need to get practice in, you know, I can't yeah. do Wally and Perrito for 15 hours a day. It's just not going to work. <laughs> we need people, we need bodies. So we got to train them out. So I I'm right there with you. I appreciate <laughs> the love, but I'm there with you. Send it or board it. All right, go ahead. All right. So my Senator board it is, uh, multiple commentators on the court. <laughs> Um, for me, it's ascend it all day. I think it adds a lot of value to the production of the court. But um, I like two. I think sometimes three doesn't really work as well. Uh, I noticed that on the weekend when there was three, it was like some some talking over each other, which doesn't really happen yeah. when there's just two. Um, so I do think two is the sweet spot. Yeah, I was wondering if there'd be like a way for Jeff, Anthony, and myself to ever get on ESPN and stuff, and then kind of. Seeing three commentators in place is kind of like, yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm right there work. with you. And, you know, with the two commentators, it would actually benefit us a lot if we actually gave roles. Like, you're going to be more play-by-play. Yep. -play, you're going to be more color. Um, I think establishing that in the beginning would really help. Uh, mine is Thanksgiving Day food. <laughs> Send it or board it. Oh, man. Sending it. So, See, I, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I pick out every Thanksgiving regardless and... You know, I do the Al Bundy with basically the hand and the edge of the pants and I'm <laughs> rubbing my belly and I'm watching football, like reclined, full blown on the couch. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's my jam. One day a year, I just don't care. But like, I'd rather have crab legs. Like, I just don't think Thanksgiving food is that exciting. Give me shrimp. Oh, give me salmon. Give me crab, crab legs for Thanksgiving. No, I think we should. I think why is it? Why is it turkey and stuffing and cranberry and mashed potatoes? It's not that good. About talking about just like the meal, like you're talking about the staples and the traditions, the food, the actual food. Bring whatever you want to the Thanksgiving table. We're actually doing Thanksgiving breakfast. See, we're not even we're not even doing Thanksgiving dinner. That's unique. I like that. Yeah, just do whatever you want to do for Thanksgiving. Who cares? There's no rules. Well, it's not in my control. But I'm just told bring the green beans, and you know that's what we do. But all right, well, let's go to the uh, would you rather? Because mine is would you rather host Thanksgiving or host Christmas? <laughs> Uh, I don't want to host Thanksgiving. I, I feel like Christmas I could make like Nick's mom on Christmas makes enchiladas. So like it's all pre-made. I mean, she makes it from scratch, but when we get there, she just gets to put it in the oven and like, I feel like Christmas I can get away with like egg, anything. I could be like, Hey, we're going to eat pizza and everybody be like, all right, whatever, you know, but Thanksgiving, it's like, you better have Thanksgiving day food. So I'd rather host Christmas. Okay. See, I'm, I'm more of a Thanksgiving guy just because I don't feel like I have to control what happens with everybody like there's games you could play there's football on tv 
You can go back and get seconds, third. Like, I don't have to babysit people on Thanksgiving. Just do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Mine is, uh, well, Trey announced on Around the ACL that they, him and Shelby are going to shocking Disney World. <laughs> so what? my would you rather was, would you rather go to, like, Disney World or do, like, the normal dinner with the family? Oh, man. See, I mean, you're getting into like a whole can of worms with me because of everything that's happened in the past. But for me, um, I think Disney World would be kind of cool because basically, long story short, Black Friday has taken over Thanksgiving traditions and it just yeah. drives me crazy. So, yeah, if they don't care, then I'll at least go to Disney, have some fun. Yeah. And I, what I like about it me. is what Trey said. He's getting his traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And then Shelby doesn't like it. So she's getting whatever, like a steak or whatever she wants. And like, that would work so much better for me. Um, and it's not like you're not getting together with the whole family on Christmas. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's to me, I, I, I would also, I would also, so I'm with you. We're on the same page. All right. That's it for the games and the show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone have an amazing Thanksgiving and we'll see you all next time.